Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good good morning. Today is Wednesday, October 20th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include Democrats hunt for a reduced spending deal, Bitcoin ETF sparks interest, and the chip shortage hits stocks. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. U.S. equity futures are unchanged following a five-day rally with the S&P 500 closing Tuesday at the highest level in six weeks. The benchmark 10-year Treasury note reached 1.67%. That's the highest level since May. Oil prices retreated with global benchmark Brent crude down 1% at $84.21 a barrel. Oil prices turned lower after the Chinese government said it's looking for ways to tame record high coal prices and that it would ensure coal mines operated full capacity as the government tries to ease a power shortage. In Europe, the stocks Europe 600 advanced a tenth of a percent, with shares of Nestle's climbing about three and a half percent after the Swiss food giant upgraded its full year sales outlook. Coming up in the United States, telecommunications giant Verizon is scheduled to post earnings before the opening bell, while Tesla and IBM are expected to report after the close. Bitcoin is trading near a record at just under $64,000. It's climbed more than 7% in the past two days. Now our top stories. Democrats accelerated efforts to strike a deal on their social policy and climate legislation as President Biden identified programs that party lawmakers could eliminate or slim down. President Biden said the two years of tuition-free community college likely won't be in the bill. The president also acknowledged that opposition from Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, to a clean electricity program would require Democrats to abandon it. Mr. Biden implied total spending wasn't likely to top $1.9 trillion. ProShares Bitcoin-focused ETF gained nearly 5% in its market debut. Nearly a billion dollars worth of shares changed hands over the session, making it the second most highly traded ETF debut ever. Bitcoin currently trades near $64,000. In separate news, Facebook said it launched a pilot of its digital currency wallet called Novi, and has chosen to use the Paxos dollar stablecoin after its own cryptocurrency, DM, faced headwinds from U.S. regulators. The head of Facebook's Novi Wallet said yesterday that the company had started the pilot in parts of the United States, as well as in Guatemala. And a report in The Verge says that Facebook, under fire from regulators and lawmakers over its business practices, is planning to rebrand itself with a new name. ASML, a supplier of manufacturing equipment to the semiconductor industry, cut its revenue guidance for the next quarter as it faces issues including a material shortage in its supply chain. Shares in the Dutch group, which trade on the Nasdaq, fell 2.5% in U.S. pre-market trading, while in Amsterdam, the stock was about 2% lower in European trading. Intel is expected to announce a bounce-back in data center sales Thursday when it reports, but any rebound is likely to get pushed aside as Wall Street investors look for answers to bigger supply chain questions. In other news, Netflix added nearly 4.5 million memberships in the third quarter. The new additions bring Netflix's total paid global subscriber base to over 213 million. Netflix said revenue rose 16% in line with Wall Street expectations. 
Netflix shares are lower by about 2% in pre-market trading. Comcast has unveiled a TV for the U.S. market as the cable giant seeks to become a dominant distributor of streaming apps while also giving a boost to its homegrown Peacock service. The new X-Class TV will be sold primarily through Walmart and the first model is being manufactured by China's Hisense with the lowest cost option priced at under $300. New home sale prices in China fell on a monthly basis for the first time in more than six years in September. Alibaba plans to open its first data centers in South Korea and Thailand in 2022 as the Chinese tech giant looks to expand its cloud business. United Airlines said the spread of the Delta variant slowed flying during the third quarter but hasn't stalled the airline's recovery. United shares are up about 2% in pre-market trading. Next year, United expects a record for international capacity helped by the return of its Pratt & Whitney Boeing 777s next year. These aircraft have been grounded since February. American Airlines and Southwest Airlines are set to report results this week. Japan Airlines has signed an agreement with Dublin-based Avalon, giving the airline the right to purchase or lease up to 50 vertical takeoff and landing aircraft through Avalon. It will also have the option to purchase or lease an additional 50 units. Japan Airlines is targeting entry in service beginning April 2025. Shares of Lithia Motors are up about 1% in pre-market trade after the auto retailer reported third quarter profit and revenue that rose sharply and were above expectations. U.S. motorists drove more than 8% more miles in August compared with the same month a year ago as driving continues to recover from pandemic lows and more Americans return to the office and take leisure trips. Travelers posted a 20% decline in net income in the third quarter, weighed down by storm damage and car wreck-related claims. PwC has agreed to sell its global mobility services business to the U.S. private equity firm Clayton Dubillier and Rice for a little bit more than $2 billion. The unit advises companies on tax and immigration issues when they move staff overseas. Bank of New York Mellon reported higher third quarter profits. Citizens Financial net income rose 70% for the fiscal third quarter. Canadian National Railway shares are up about 3%. The rail operator's profit increased in the third quarter, helped by higher freight rates and a rise in some fuel surcharges. Interactive Brokers Group is down about 1% in pre-market trade after the electronic broker reported a decline in earnings per share for the recent quarter compared with a year ago. Commercial real estate services giant Cushman and Wakefield has agreed to pay nearly half a billion dollars for a 40% stake in the rental apartment lending and loan servicing business owned by Greystone and Company. An oral COVID-19 treatment developed by Atia Pharmaceuticals failed in a mid-stage trial, sending its stock down 66% Tuesday. Atia, in collaboration with the Swiss pharmaceutical company Roche Holding, said its treatment didn't cut the viral load in non-hospitalized patients with mild to moderate symptoms. Novavax plunged nearly 18% after a report that the pharmaceutical company was running into manufacturing difficulties for its COVID vaccine. Shares of Winnebago are up nearly 4% in pre-market trade after reporting results that exceeded estimates. More than 4,500 Manhattan condos and co-op sales closed from July through September. That's according to a report from Douglas Elliman. The report said that it marked the most third quarter sales in more than 30 years. 
Boeing said the company's Starliner space vehicle may not carry astronauts until the end of the year, potentially putting it a year behind a previous date to deliver people to orbit for NASA. Germany's Bundesbank president Jens Weidmann will leave the Bundesbank at the end of the year, five years before his term was due to end. And Kellogg's is being sued for having too few strawberries in its strawberry-flavored Pop-Tarts. A woman from New York is leading the charge against the company, this according to TMZ. She alleges that the fruit filling in the whole-grain frosted strawberry toaster pastries is mostly comprised of other fruits. At 7 a.m. Eastern, U.S. equity futures are basically unchanged. Stocks in Japan and Hong Kong posted gains while shares in Europe were unchanged. Gold added half a percent to $1,778 an ounce. A Bitcoin is higher by nearly 4% at $64,000. The benchmark 10-year Treasury note is 1.67%. That's the highest level since May. Coming up, Verizon Communications, Abbott Laboratories, ABT, Baker Hughes, and Canadian Pacific Railway are due to report results before the opening bell. Tesla, Las Vegas, Sands, Discover Financial Services, and IBM are among the companies reporting earnings after the close. The Federal Reserve's Beige Book is set to be released at 2 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Have a great day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.